For my first episode, I am bringing in the man I did my first episode with in season one, Matthew Iskey. This man is my mentor, a teacher, an entrepreneur. His wisdom and knowledge has always been so helpful to me, so I am bringing him back for some more unspoken words. My second guest is one of my best friends and a man I consider my brother, Davy Bokbadzi. He has always supported me and adds to the chemistry me and Matt have, so I am so thrilled for you guys to hear where this episode goes. Anyways, enough of the intro. Let's get into season two. So I'm going to have you guys just say your names so people can recognize your voices throughout this podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Matthew. Uh, I am Davey. So I already have an introduction to this, but we're just going to jump into this podcast right now. Um, first thing I wanted to introduce is uh, welcome to my season two. Uh, uh, this topic is about mindset into lifestyle. We're obviously going to go off topic, but we're just going to kind of catch up. I mean, we don't, the two guys I'm in right, like with right now, yeah. we don't catch up that often, so... We're really busy individuals, so we're just going to catch up, talk, see where this conversation goes, and most importantly, have fun. Let's do that. Let's have some fun. Let's do it. Are you ready for fun? All right, where do you guys want to start with the mindset? So, first thing I want to start with is, um, I mean, I I took this hiatus of like a year on this podcast. Uh, Season one was 2019. We are in 2021 now, so we took that whole year break, obviously. There's a lot that went on in 2020. Um, so I just want to ask you guys, like, how quarantine, COVID, all that stuff, staying at home, um, how it affected you guys, either positively, negatively, preferably sharing both, and um, kind of like what it did for you mentally, physically, and just quarantine, overall. What like, quarantine did for us. Yes. Okay. This is Matt's voice, by the way. Yes, yeah. it is. This is Davey. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, there was a lot, of, a lot of positive things that happened and a lot of negative things that happened. When I first started, or when COVID first started, um, I got into this, this place of, like, I really like chaos. And when things get weird or bad, it's like when I'm like, okay, like, this is when we're really going to make it happen. And I was just starting a company with my business partner. Um, we had just founded at the be- right at the beginning of 2020. So, we were like... Two months into the process, maybe like just starting, just starting with with Stigma Solutions, just starting to get like our partnership, like figuring out how we were going to work together and the brand and bringing in money and and all those things. And then March rolled around and it was like bang, like everything shut down, you know, which was bad for business. Um, I lost an uncle during COVID. He he died alone in the hospital. He was in the hospital for like three months, you know, Jim. Damn, that was from COVID. He had COVID. Yeah. Well, he didn't have COVID. No, he had he had a lot of terrible things. He had. He had had a stroke and he needed, his kidneys were failing so he needed to go into dialysis and he was driving his car and doing this thing and he got into a car crash in like February, I think, like late, late February, like right before the quarantine hit. Oh, wow. And um, he got into a car crash and then he went in and then quarantine happened and we didn't know. It was like, oh, he's gonna, he was in an accident, he'll be okay. Well, it turned out he never, he just never came out of the hospital. Like nobody could go visit him. Like they tried to do Zoom meetings and mm-hmm. stuff with like yeah. the nurses holding the computer or whatever, but his uh his last signal to the family was like everybody was like on the zoom i wasn't there but i i, I 
everybody's in the room and everybody was on the zoom and he like everybody's like okay Jim you're gonna get better you're gonna get through this and he like holds his hand up to like start to like give everybody a thumbs up on camera and then he turns up a middle finger like it was the last that was and then he died the next day jeez yeah damn what yeah, yeah. was that a joke you think he was joking I don't know I don't know if he was actually like pissed and just wanted to like die and be done or if or if he was joking, like, yeah, yeah, fuck you guys. Like, I have some it. humor with it? Yeah, exactly. We don't know. But he was, like, he was intubated. Like, he had a, he was on life support. Like, it wasn't good. He, he died, like, slow and alone in the hospital. And I think there's a lot of stories like that through COVID, you know? No, on, yeah, I feel like they, like, I feel like that that's happened to a lot of people during the COVID time, especially. Mm -hmm. Especially during the beginning. Like, they literally would not let anybody through. It's like, yeah. you would just die alone. Yeah, I know people's relationships failed. Um, for me, overall, like... It was really hard on the people I, in my life I know that had addiction, that struggled with addiction, because being trapped inside, it's like you have to face that thing. It's just, it's, there's nothing to distract you. There's no like purpose or cause mm -hmm. or like something to go do other than that. So I know that was really tough. I know it was really hard for a lot of my students. I'm a, I'm a teacher, I teach entrepreneurship at a school in Poway. Um, and I lost a, I lost a free office before, before COVID happened. There was a lady that I knew that, knew a big bank up in La Jolla um, on the west side of Prospect Street in La Jolla. So Prospect is like the main strip in La Jolla. It's the mm -hmm. one that has like all the fancy restaurants and all the like jewelry shops on it on the west side. So like on the side, it's closer to the ocean. Mm -hmm. I was going to get a, a free office space because my nonprofit deals with you know, human trafficking and they were looking to donate a space to human trafficking people, to people that were helping with human trafficking. And we were like this close, like two inches away. Like I just put in the paperwork. And then right as COVID started to open up, like it all started to die down, and uh, it's gone now. Well, hey, am I, am I, it's not dead Yeah, yet. Some, something's going to happen, but it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, there's a lot of loss. Like, honestly, that's not that, like, it sucks, but there's way worse things than losing an office. But, you know, a free, uh, free office on the west, west side of Prospect. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doors closed and open for a reason. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I'm a little mad about it. Um, it is what it is. I mean, bouncing off of what you said, I, I think that that's definitely true. Like, um, for people that had unhealthy households, oh, one hundred percent, or unhealthy relationships with their family, it definitely um, highlighted those things. I feel like, for me personally, I realized how healthy my household was. That's good because I benefited a lot from COVID, and I'm also an extreme extrovert. So, me being alone. Mm -hmm. It was kind of rough, but it, it taught me a lot of things, like kind of like that mentality I had in season one where I was saying, like, you chase that uncomfortability, you're going to grow. Mm -hmm. So me being in that uncomfortable environment, but like in a non-toxic household, mm -hmm. really allowed me to like grow and kind of do a lot of things I wasn't able to do. Like, I'm very organized now where I was like probably one of the most unorganized people I've met before. Mm -hmm. And that's also due to people like in my life and stuff, but like in that situation it taught me like by myself I had to grow I had to be organized I had to I have a calendar now with a big whiteboard write stuff on there and just overall um, time managing with school just yeah. became a little easier I know a lot of people didn't like now let that. me ask you is this because you think that you had more time to like retrospectively like analyze this and like look through about like all that you're doing wrong is that why you think that you were I think like able it, to I think it was a little bit of that and just overall just again being trapped at home yeah i don't like to see my closet unorganized anymore i don't like to i used to just be on the go i would i would like to be outside a lot so me being forced inside my household 
kind of made me look, yeah, like what you said, like inside a little bit more and look at myself. Yeah, it exposed a lot of things. This yeah. exposed and so again, oh, that's actually so true. Like what yeah. I said, I'm an extrovert, so like I, I get influenced by the people around me. I get energy from the people outside of me. And like when you're not receiving that energy, you got to get that energy from somewhere else. So mm -hmm. I was starting to get energy from within, yeah, which allowed me to... <clears throat> sorry, I probably sound so weird. I actually completely sidestepping on everything. Lost my voice like three weeks ago. You still? Ago. That's from that? Yeah. So oh, wow. I was watching. What'd you I'm a huge Clippers fan. Yeah, it was literally a Clippers game, dude. Oh, from really? Like three weeks ago. <laughs> I wasn't even. I wasn't even at a bar. I was at home on wow. my computer watching. Weren't it. you alone? Like it wasn't any, with any of us either, huh? Yeah, but like uh, my Clippers. I don't know if anybody watches the NBA, follows it heavy on this podcast, but like the Clippers are historically bad and historically known to give their fans heart attacks. But um, I was watching them and they were down. We were playing game seven and I was just screaming at the top of my lungs. Just overall, just letting all the energy out. Aren't they in the finals? They are. Yeah, now yeah, now yeah. they are. So yeah. I guess it was worth it in the end. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Conference finals. Yeah. Conference finals. Oh, it's not the, it's not the finals finals? <laughs> no, it's just no, no. for the West? Yeah, but yeah. I ended up getting pushed into like this like laryngitis because my voice didn't, like my voice like, delayed so it wasn't necessarily like it didn't go away the day of but like three four days after it went away mm -hmm. and then i still have like this cough and i just don't have like i have phlegm like just like, congested all over yeah, yeah. So it's like i have like a weird voice like i know because like i'll be in the shower trying to sing and i'm like i can't hit certain notes anymore and i'm like what is going on yeah you probably damage your voice <laughs> yeah so i went to the doctor and they did basically were like yeah you just damaged them it's gonna take a while to repair. Some voices take a while, some voices don't. Mm -hmm. And then they just told me like, just keep trying to heal it. So I <laughs> yeah, probably sound super weird. Try not weird, to talk so. too, too like uh, throaty. Yeah, but it's really hard because I work at a cafe now. So I'm like, yeah, and I have a mask on, so shit. I have to like yell yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So like, they still have, you still have to wear a mask? Yeah, we still have to wear a mask. But like, I have to yell yeah. to like get people's attention because they literally can't hear you. Like, cause I have like this barrier in front of me and then I have a mask on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs and these people are just like, Monica, yeah. get your hot chocolate. <laughs> exactly. So it's been hard, but, um, yeah, if I'm clearing my throat or anything, that's, that's why. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, like, like what I was going back to before COVID, like for some people I know it made them very, like it was very depressing time for them or just very hard or difficult. But yeah, when me, I say I, when I say expose things, I think it like we have to look at those things as truths. Like if it if it was hard for you, then it was hard for you for a reason, and that's really valuable information. You know, mm -hmm. I mean? it was hard for you because you really need to be connected to people. Like that's really valuable for you moving forward in your in your future. Like mm -hmm. you shouldn't take a night job somewhere if you really need to be connected with people. That's amazing. If it, if it wasn't hard for you, then maybe you love being on your own, and you should really find a profession or a way you can live your life not having to interact with people all the time because you loved it. Like, I think it, there's so much truth and so much valuable information and in yeah. whether you liked it or you didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing like what I, what, I, what you see like in most careers, like people take a hiatus, they take a break and then yeah. they come back and there's just a big growth. You yeah, see it clarity. with like, yeah. you see it with artists, you see it with like, for example, like Michael Jordan, when he took a break, he came back, was, mm -hmm. was able to complete his career and stuff like that. So I just see that hiatus for me was, was a very like growing point for me because now I'm back on my podcast season two and like I've been planning it for a week and it hasn't been hard for me. Cool. And season one, like at the end, it kind of got difficult for me to create ideas and all that. But after this hiatus, there's so much to talk about with yeah. like yeah. 
with like what we've gone through and like what our economy has gone through, what our world's gone through and just overall our community. Like there's just so much thing to talk about and like the engagement I've gotten on my podcast is like people want to talk now like about their stories. Like Mm. they're eager to talk and before I was like begging people to be on my podcast (laughs) and then now it's like people's like, oh, (laughs) I got plenty to talk about. Like just a lot and I'm like, that's good. Like definitely a lot of material to cover. Exactly. Like, like I feel like everybody just taking a step back, looking, reflecting on themselves now has everyone kind of able to talk, able to share, yeah, able clear, to like, sure. do you think you got any, uh, did, did, did COVID uh, highlight any negativity or not negativities, but, uh, I guess, did it bring anything to the surface that you weren't aware of before? Um, a lot of like, probably doubt. Like I, I like imposter syndrome and doubt and those kinds of things. Like I have, I, I'm, I'm pretty balanced, like introvert, extrovert kind of personality. So like when I, when I'm really negative in my own head, it's really great for me to like get out in the world and go do things because mm. it reminds me of a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having to like be only in my own head and having to worry about goals, especially with a new business and a business partner and having to make enough money to be able to pay the bills and make sure that things are going okay and only having like my thoughts to bounce off of and I completely, like, I had it all laid out. Like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna market. This is how we're gonna sell. Like it was right in the beginning of this company. And then everything got tossed up in the air. So it was like, I don't know what's going to work. Is it going to work? I feel the same way, actually. Because mm-hmm. like, like what I said, I, I benefit a lot off being alone. But like, even with Davey, I tell him, like, I'm telling him stuff. And he's like, dude, you've grown. Like, you've gotten so much better. Oh, no, like, dude, I think you've grown. Like, when it comes to out of anybody I've known, or no, no, like, that's nearby, you've definitely, or like any of my close friends or close acquaintances, I think this year has changed you the most in a way, in a really good way. That's yeah, and like, that's... Like, again, I had to be with my friends again in order to see that growth. Because, like, what you said, it's, like, without it, without, like, being around my friends, I don't see that growth. I need, I yeah. need, I need to yeah. bounce Yeah, you need to be reminded about it. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you can't just kind of look at yourself and judge yourself only. Yeah. Because we're kind of unfair to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's really inaccurate. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's, exactly. like, you know, we're our, we're, we are our own worst critics. Yeah, and we remember things improperly. We're exactly. Like, it's like, so much you know, what's a, what's a great example of this? It's like, you, you ever, like anything, has anything ever happened to you that's like really embarrassing in public? Like really fucking embarrassing? Where it's like... Yo, you yeah, want, speaking events that I that I bombed. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like, or stuff. like fucking somebody pants you in middle school and like, I don't know, your dick popped out. I know a guy. I was never pants. <laughs> I was never pants. I got like pushed around. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those moments, like, you know what's crazy? Nobody else remembers those moments. Right. Right. But when we think back on them, we're like, oh, fuck, everybody thinks this of me. Like, oh, I'm this. Like, you know, that, that's what you think people's judgment is of you or that's what people remember. But right. it's like, no, only we remember that. Right, right. And it's like, it's helpful when... You know, you get grounded by your friend. That's why I think it's so, so important to have so like a close group of guys because especially people that you could trust yeah. that like, you know, won't just BS you. Definitely yeah. like some stability. Uh, I was going to ask you, what is imposter syndrome? Oh, uh, imposter syndrome is a, it's like a, I guess it's, a, I don't want to call it like a medical condition or a psych, psychological diagnosis. I think it's just, a, it's a, a thing that a lot of people experience that's, uh, that that's described by this feeling of like not being good enough or doubting yourself. So like, all right, I'm like, I'm a nonprofit founder. I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm a business owner. I'm all these things. And I did, I grew up like a small person, right? I grew up feeling like I was just a student. I was really shy. I was bullied. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I love to like hide in video games. You know, I didn't like physical activity. So now going from 
all of that to like, I love jujitsu, I love boxing, I coach professional fighters, I'm a business, like this really big place, there's this like little kid inside of me that really thinks that like something terrible is gonna happen because it's, it's like this, this kid trying to keep you safe. So you're doubting yourself a lot. You're thinking like, oh, I'm not, I'm not meant to be a teacher. Yeah. I mean, how, how did I, like somebody's gonna find out that I, I'm not good enough. And you start to really focus on like negative events in your life where it'll, it's, it's a very like, when I was saying we remember things incorrectly, it's like a very skewed, you know? Exactly, yeah. It's yeah. like a very specific spotlight only on mm. the negative things. Yeah. And the positive things are like, yeah, well, whatever. But the negative thing yeah. in your head is like, yeah, yeah, well, but remember that one time I did this yeah, or yeah. I lied a little bit about that or, you know, that one thing that I said that I did, I didn't quite do it the same. Like you try to find ways to like poke holes in your confidence. That makes mm-hmm. actually so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have a little bit of that. Yeah. I feel like I, I, feel like everybody, do. Like, yeah. I definitely <laughs> feel it 100%. It's like, yeah, yeah. Because, I feel I mean, like every person does. I've had a couple falling outs with some people, and it's been because like these insecurities resurface, you right, know? Right. And it's like it comes down to like me having that relationship with myself, where like I'm so forgiving when it comes to other people, but I gotta be forgiving to myself. Dude, that's so important. Like you, like you know what's a great, yeah. great rule yeah, to yeah, live yeah. by? It was it was in Jordan Peterson's book. It's literally, it says he says treat yourself like you would treat others. So like yeah. care for yourself like yeah, you would yeah. care for It's others. like the opposite of the golden rule. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing is like treat treat others the way you want to be treated. Treat yourself the way you would way you would treat others. Because oftentimes it's like yeah. we'll take care of like let's say somebody's sick or like mm-hmm. let's say our friend, right, is like he smokes cigarettes or like our, our stepdad or whatever, right? We want to tell him, like, yo, don't do that. It's unhealthy for you. But we ourselves are still going to do those things. Yeah. Because we almost care about other people's health more than our own. Or, or we judge ourselves really harshly for the things that we failed or like our shortcomings or when we were broken up with or whatever. We'll judge ourselves for like all the things. One of the ways like very similar is think of like somebody else came and told you your story. Mm. So like if Hakobo came to me and said that he had gone through exactly what I had gone through, what would I say to him? Yeah. Cause I don't have the same lens. It's like, I would have so much understanding. Like, dude, you're only 18. You know, you didn't, you didn't really like know what was going on. You were doing your best. Like I have so much understanding for you, but for me, it's like, oh, I should have known better. You know, I yeah, should have yeah. worked harder. I should have, should have stepped up. Like I'm yeah. so worthless, like that kind of stuff. Being able to see it from a detached perspective. Yeah. No, like when I was like in high, like in school and all that, and like just overall, like my religion and just stuff like that. It's like they always teach me like, oh, like you treat others better, you yeah. forgive others, but yeah, they yeah. never taught me like, yo, you need to forgive yourself. Yes. You need to like, yes. you need to treat yourself right. You need to treat yourself right. You need to like, just overall be comfortable in your own skin. And like, like I know I've, I've taken leaps of that, but at the same time, it's like you got to be hard on yourself sometimes, but at Absolutely. the same time, I have to be forgiving to myself. Yeah. You know, I think you have to give yourself credit too. That's something that I've really run into. Like I'm 29 now. I've been working for a, like, I haven't been working for a long time at all, but I've had my head down for, for a good portion of my life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't give yourself credit for the work that you're doing, it's almost like you're doing the work for nothing. Mm. Yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? Really like, good what what is going to motivate you to keep working if you don't ever like give yourself the mm-hmm. benefits of the work that you're doing? Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know like stopping to smell the roses. It's right. Like if you never stop to smell the roses, it's like what's the point? Right. You're you're just miserable. Like your entire you're just working for what? Like you're not you're working to make progress, but you won't allow yourself to feel the progress. So, so eventually, like, your brain's like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. So it's not the end goal; it's the journey. Literally. Kind right. Of right. Absolutely. And and that doesn't for me. It was like that would make me soft. Because it was like, well, if I just enjoy the journey, then I'm not going to work as hard. But it actually doesn't work that way. Because if you enjoy the journey, then you want to do the journey more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah, a good I mean, way of looking at it. Yeah, like for me, it's like also the validation of myself has to be more important to me. 
Because yeah. you can't seek validation yeah, from others. Opinion, you have to yeah, seek yeah. validation from yourself. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you see these people that are very successful. They only seek validation from themselves. Yes. Like you see very successful, like for example, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. They only seek validation from themselves yeah. as much as they have followers and like people behind them. Yeah. Like they're still chasing millions, still chasing what they want because right. they want something in their head that they're chasing. Right. And I think it, for what really is really stabilizing for that is like be in your own game. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to not take advice from other people. Cause like if you're not really committed to anything, you're everybody's an input. Like you're just kind of like all over the place. But if you're doing something you're really passionate about and you really start to learn about it, then mm-hmm. other people's opinions, like they're, they know nowhere near as much as you about your thing. Most yeah. people don't. It's like jujitsu. You know what I mean? If somebody came along and told me that it never stepped foot on the mat and was like, this is how you do a Kimura. I'm like, you don't you don't have any, and it's the same thing in real life i think is that yeah. once you start to study your business or your thing once you really get into it somebody comes along and tells you it's like no actually you it's don't not how it is. yeah you don't have your game like having being in your own little game like having your zone i think is really important yeah i also always, always like using the analogy of driving a car cuz everybody drives a car at least yeah. where we are yeah 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 and it's like for me what i feel when i'm like in this i wouldn't call it toxic but it's just a mentality that i get into mm mm-hmm. Is I'm like constantly looking around, like I'm looking at the rear view, I'm looking at side view, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But like sometimes I'm not even driving the car. I'm just looking around too much, and mm-hmm. I gotta drive the car in order to like, and look forward in order to like, push energy into the world. Yeah. In order to feel like I'm getting somewhere, because yeah. then I look around again, and I'm like, okay, I'm actually somewhere. Yeah. But if I'm just constantly looking around, I'm just gonna be like constantly looking at where yeah. I am. It reminds me of like having an aim. Have you heard the Jordan Peterson thing about sin? Sin, uh, I think I have. It's like sin, I might be butchering this, but it's close. Sin is like actually an old archery term for missing the target. Mm, I did not know Ooh. that. Yeah, yeah. So when you're sinning, like especially in Christianity, sinning is like lust and greed and all these different sins. But the, the root of the word apparently is an old archery term for missing the target. So if you're sinning, you don't really have a target. You're kind of just aimless. Like you're greedy because you don't really have a goal and you just want more and exactly. you're not happy or you're lustful or you're slothful. Like all of these different sins, like not to be super religious, but I think that's interesting. Like the origin of the word and like it reminded me when you were saying like looking through the windshield is yeah. the same as like having a target, like at least having like a direction mm-hmm. you want to go. Yeah, it was like yeah. a literally like a shower thought I've been having like lately. It's like I'm looking around too much and I'm looking around because I feel like I'm not somewhere, but then I'm in the same place because I'm looking around at the same place, so I'm yeah. gonna consistently feel like right. I'm not in the place I wanna be because right. I'm looking in the same place. 100%. When in reality, I just gotta do, like yeah. action, turn on the car, press on that gas, look yeah. forward, yeah. and everything will come to me, and then I'll feel like I'm actually doing actions when cars are coming, car swerves into my lane, yeah. I'll be able to feel like I'm going somewhere, yeah, that's a even big, if it's an obstacle. That's a big part of like a, uh, a misinterpretation of manifestation mm-hmm. when people talk about like I'm gonna manifest this thing and like, <laughs> talk about that they, they think about it and it's mm-hmm. like well if I think about it then 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 it'll happen and there's a lot of stuff like the secret where they talk about like if you just visualize it then it will mm-hmm. come into the world what when I when I think of things like that like that does nothing for me like for me to have to like picture like okay practically what does that mean and the way that I've like heard and figured out how to visualize it is like if we looked around in this room there's so many different things to focus on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many different things. Like there's different colors, there's a TV, there's millions of plants, there's all sorts of things. But if I told you to like, okay, let's count all of the leaves right now. It's like, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you count all the leaves in a minute. And it was like, okay, we're gonna try to find all the leaves. And we were like, okay, there's 300 leaves, there's 200 leaves. And then at the end of it, I was like, okay, great. There, you, got, you got the leaves, you got the money. But 
how many, how much, how much black was there in the room? How many black things were in the room? You'd be like, oh, I wasn't looking for the black. I was mm-hmm. looking for the leaves. Yeah. And I think it's similar to what we're looking for in real life. Like when you're manifesting something, there's so much that you could focus on in life. Mm. But manifesting is like visualizing, like that's what I want, mm-hmm. so that when you're looking around, you're more likely to find it and actually like go towards oh, it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's more and practical. I, I've, been, I've been like heavy on that too, like the manifestation thing. Like I, and I feel it. I feel like I manifest some things but like what I said before <coughs> I manifest but I put in the work now like I drive yeah. that car yeah, sometimes yeah. I find yeah. myself trying to visualize something when I'm in the same place for too long 100% and I'm like I'm not going to see anything different because I'm still by the same goddamn post I've been looking at for the like, last like couple years yeah. and it's like I need to like just drive look around and like yeah. I use manifestation more as like to blur out the negativity sure because if you if you manifest, you create something you're like trying to feel and like look at and like you're thinking mm-hmm. about. You don't let that self doubt. You don't yeah. let that insecurity like yeah. take over. Because yeah. you're you're focusing on the good. You're focusing on something positive. Yeah. Well, and then when you see that come, you're like, okay, there's power to that. Right. Well, and it's it's also a matter of focus too, because it's like. If I asked you to find all of the reasons why you were a failure and a piece of shit, there you could find endless. You could right? find you could find all the reasons, right? But I asked, if I asked you to find find the reasons, like work to find the reasons why you could be successful, mm-hmm. you would also find those reasons. So it's like if they're both there, then it's a matter of where we're placing our focus. Like which which are you looking out the windshield? Or are you looking out the back back mirror? You know what I'm saying? It's a matter of both those things exist. Like I can find all the reasons why I'm not gonna make it in the world, and when I focus on them. Like if I focus on those, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna end up doing the things that make me doubt myself more, and I'm not likely to get anywhere. But it's just a matter of like where you're at in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that. Yeah. Uh, another question, because I, I mean, I've been in this mood of like goal setting, and like that's one thing you told me to do, because yeah. I've just been in a little, a little bit of a stagnant issue where I've needed to like basically like. A new chapter in my life, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, and you were telling me about goal setting, and like I get, I get goal setting and all mm-hmm. that. But my big question was like, I had like a little bit of like a, a mental block because it's like, you tell people like, hey, you need to set a goal or like you need to do something. Yeah. But like, the thing I get stuck on is like, I don't know if what I want to do in five years is what I want to do in three years. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, I mean. I, then, then go shorter. But you, you see, hold mean? on, but like, but like right there, because Jordan Peterson actually talked about this, right? It, <laughs> it doesn't really kind of matter. Like, as long as you set your mind to some goal and mm-hmm. just are motivated to be, like, if you're like, all right, this is what I'm going to do right now. This is like, because again, it's like the same thing as looking to the side, left, right, rear view, you know, the mirrors. It's like, stay in the moment, right? Do what you can do in the moment mm-hmm. to be the most you can be. So for example, it's like, if this is your goal right now, like, you can't think about it like, oh, what if I don't want to do this in five years? Like, dude, we're never going to find what we want to do by that. You know, it's like, I could say the same thing about like, you know, like anything, like literally marketing. It's like, would I like marketing in five years? It's like, who knows? You know, but it, that doesn't mean I, like I shouldn't just pursue it. Exactly. It's like yeah. right now what you're interested in, just fully commit to being the best that you can be at that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, um, not no shots at you, but I think a lot of people use that as an excuse to not commit. Because it's not, it's like a great way to feel your, make yourself feel good about yeah. not doing as much. 
Because I remember you could not do as much and feel good because you're like, wait, no, I'm just trying to fill out my path. Yeah. And then you're 30 and you don't have a path, and it's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah the idea you had behind it, you were like, you'll see more growth in years than you will in like a short term goal, which is why it's better to set long term. No, I wasn't. I, I, if it, I, if I like, said that, that's not exactly. That, I, that's not necessarily what I meant. I think you should just have a vision. Like a vision. Who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like I'm going to be working there. Just like, what? What? How do I want to be feeling? What are the things that I want to be doing? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do you want to be strong? Do you yeah. want to be wealthy? Do you want a girlfriend? Do you want mm-hmm. a car? Do you want to have your own place? Like not like finite, but like that's a that's a target. That's a direction at least. Yeah. That, that's what. That's more of what I meant. Yeah, and yeah. it's like more like it has to be more long term. Yeah. Because that way you'll see growth. Possibly, but you also have to understand like, okay, if you do have a long-term vision, then we have to break that down into like, what do you need to do mm-hmm. yeah, every like day? Yeah, the steps kind of. Exactly. Yeah, the adjustable steps. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's, it's just, it's the things that you do when nobody's looking that is, that is going to get you there, mm-hmm. you know? It's not the stuff that everybody sees. Yeah, and that's like what I've been trying to do lately, just goal setting, little things. Mm-hmm. And it, it helps a lot because I see things like a big thing I'm trying to do right now is I create a vision board mm-hmm. where I see it's things important. every day that's okay. that sounds right by my room that. it's right by my door when I'm walking out where my keys are hanged because I can look at it and it's one of those things where it's like I I'm looking at it I'm seeing it and that way I'm able to kind of see what I'm doing and kind of chase that every day yeah, and kind of because I you lose focus at times, and like yeah. that reminds well, you, dude. This where wor- your focus make should no be. Mistake. This world is built to make you lose focus. Mm-hmm. This world is engineered to make you lose focus. There's temptation. There's pleasure. There's TikTok. There's porn. There's there's parties. There's friends. There's everything. Like if you really, if you put it on like a chart, you looked at like all the things that could distract you or take you down the wrong path versus the things that will like that are easy to access that'll take you down a path that you want to go down. It's like ninety nine to one. That's why everybody's like, I got ADHD. <laughs> right, because it takes a lot. Like you really, yeah. have, if you really want to do this, it's not just gonna happen. Yeah, very true. And but I guess but I think it helps to look at it through that frame because it's like to understand that you're being played and that there's something that you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That it's not that it's not just gonna happen. And and then figuring out like, okay, roughly what is it that I want, and then roughly how can I start taking steps towards that? Because it's gonna change. You know, for me it was like. I was, I was coaching fighters and I was working out and then I started designing websites and it's just like, just put your hands down the, down the thing like, and it'll turn into something you never knew it could have turned into, mm-hmm. but it won't if you don't. And the world will show you if it's, if it's worth 100%. it or not worth it right. and then you adjust. And you'll gain wisdom. Mm-hmm. Not to be cliche, but you will because you're, like, you're yeah. learning, you're, you're, you're educating yourself, but you're also attempting or doing hard things. And I yeah. think I think that's like if you were to engineer like one of my students asked me the other day like how do I get wise and I was like educate yourself and do the things you're terrified of. You were asked how to how do I become yeah yeah wise. like how do I build wisdom like how do I because I want to want to have wisdom and I was like I think you educate yourself in all sorts of ways and you do hard things and what that means is like you're learning about new stuff and you're applying that to your life so you have the theory but you also have like your version of how you had to mold it to fit your life. Mm. I think mm. I, I think that's. I mean, I, that's a hard question to answer, but I, I think, think wisdom also grows from experience, just exactly. overall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just getting yourself out there. But again, yeah. like I feel like, I feel like wisdom is like one of those things where, like, like I like, there's very different than intelligence. You know, it's like sure. So it's like, when I think of wisdom, I think of like somebody who could be like super old, you know, and not a very intelligent person, but because of just experiences in life they've mm-hmm. lived, I feel like that would be like wisdom. You know, sure, for sure. So and there, but there's also a lot of really 
well-experienced people that are very cynical and shitty. That's true. You know? So I think it's, I think it's a balance. There's, there's some balancing act there. But what I meant was that you'll gain wisdom by doing things. Like, you'll figure out, like, who you are. I didn't like that. Oh, I failed. Oh, I really did well at this. Like, you won't gain any of that knowledge if you never, like, take a step. And I think a lot of people are scared to do hard things. They're scared to take a step because it's so easy to distract yourself or to not go down that road. Like mm-hmm. I said, no shots at you, just generally. No, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I see that a lot. I mean, it's the same thing with, like, what you do, what you feel when you go, like, to the gym for the first time. Yeah. When you it sucks. run for the first time, when you start eating healthy for the first time. Mm-hmm. Just certain things, that everything in the world tells you, stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's this easy, there's this easy, like, cushy, like... Yeah, and it's the same thing you feel when you, like, put your hand on a freaking stove. And yeah. It burns. Yeah, it's yeah. like... And your mind has to, in order to like generalize, okay, this is basically bad, bad. This is bad, good. Like right, it's right. bad right now, but what? it's not. It's good in the end. Yeah, being able to understand different kinds of pain. Yeah, and or it's like comfortability. Like, I guess is my this bad my, pain or is it good pain? Yeah, I guess my question for you guys is like, how do you identify when it's a bad, good and when it's a bad, bad? Ooh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I mean, if it benefits you, I like that bad, bad, and bad, good. But if it, like, yeah, I think if it, if it benefits you in some way, if it, if it builds you up, right? Honestly, I don't think there is a bad, bad. Like, I no, really there is, don't. There is for sure. Like drugs, uh, giving yourself to somebody else who's toxic. Like, there's definitely bad, bad. Sure, yeah, bad, bad. But you get valuable lessons from that. Like if very valuable. Them, if you learn them, some people, some people, they build. Yeah, no, but is that the problem of the person learning the lesson, or the problem of the situation? Like. Is that a bad, bad situation, or did yeah. you just not get anything good out of it? Yeah, I think it's responding. Like, I, I see what you're saying. I think it's responding to the feedback of like, that was bad. If you keep going back to a bad thing, then that's bad, bad. Yeah, it's yeah. a cycle. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, bad. It's like either it's a bad, bad when it turns into a cycle when it's like you're going yeah. back to it. Yeah, because there's something weird happening. Or there's a pleasure, or there's something that you're. Yeah, that's what I meant by weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just something overall that's yeah. like, uh, yeah, bringing you back. Right. And I guess like yeah. But like that's the thing is like is it the pleasure that that's bringing you back is it like it could be anything but like in the category because i talk to people that like tell me like they're sad or like they're like feeling a certain way and it's like it's either a bad cycle or it's a bad good but when you see the bad good it's like it's bad for a while sometimes and then it's finally good true so it's like that certain situation i feel like it's a lot of reflecting yeah, and a lot, and honestly, a lot of what I teach and a lot of what I like built my, a lot of my my company, my nonprofit off of is like really defining those things for yourself. Because if you don't, like somebody somebody else, usually if you're young or if you're if you haven't taken much time to reflect on yourself, somebody else usually builds the beliefs of who you are and what makes you happy into you. Mm-hmm. So you never really took the time to like think like, okay, what is bad for me? I think you need to repeat that. Because that was really important. <laughs> a pearl of wisdom. Yeah. Well, it's it, like somebody, it, I always say like that's, it comes back to the target thing. Like if you don't decide what you want or who you want to be, then somebody else or something else will decide that for you. You're, you're going to end up somebody with something. Yeah. Something yeah. is going to decide that. But if you don't decide that for yourself, then something else is dictating that. It might mm-hmm. be your mom or your dad or your girlfriend that broke up with you or your your dog or that died like it could whatever it is that there's something that is that has built you into the person that you are now our brains are sponges yeah yeah exactly and you're developing patterns and habits the entire time of you know what does it mean for you to be loved like 
Does that mean that when you're loved, like just you're completely dependent on another person and you're giving your everything to that person because that's what it means for you to be loved because that's what you saw in your parents and you never really decided that for yourself? Like, I think determining for yourself, like what does it mean for you to have a bad dad? Mm. Nobody can do that but you. Like nobody can do that but the, the actual person. It's really difficult to do, but I think it's the most important thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like what does that mean for you? Okay, what's a good good for me? Why? Like it's really good for me. Like for me, it's really good for me to be doing things that I'm that I'm nervous about. It's really good for me to be doing things I'm like, ooh, that's kind of like I don't really want to do that. Usually me walking towards those things is really good for me. I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel like for me, every time I've chased some sort of uncomfortability, it's benefited me in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like a uh, an uncomfortability where it's like I've been told I should do something like that by like people around me that are like you guys like po- positive people that have never done bad yeah. to me like never have right have your best intentions exactly yeah. and it's like you can tell when a person's like that when like for example when I message you guys like there's no hesitation it's not it's not one sided it's not mm-hmm. yeah it's very like good intention in a way where it's like you guys see it in a lens where it's like you will tell me if something's bad you would tell me if something's good yeah i think that like that comes down to like what's a bad person and what and what's like a good person but it's mm-hmm. also like but like also a lot of the times i feel like people are scared to tell their friends things and just because a lot of friends can't take advice like i know a few people right but like you you guys probably all know a few people who just cannot yeah, handle bad advice yeah, yeah and it's like it gets to that point where you're like okay I know this is toxic for this person, right? Or like I don't my opinion is whatever they're doing is not good. That's my opinion, right? right? Mm-hmm. But if I tell them this, that's just going to fucking even wreak havoc or it's just going to ruin the relationships. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're in this awkward position where you're like, do I just keep lying to this person? I mean, obviously the correct answer is you always have to tell them the truth. Even if they aren't going to even if they like stop being your friend, it's like yeah. you did the right thing. Yeah. Which is that yeah. is to do and that. And I pride myself on that too. Just overall speaking my mind like I tell people like some people like I know people that I've talked to and they're like they're like yeah if someone's doing something bad like a friend of mine or anything like that I just let them be let them do their life yeah and I, I was like recently in a conversation I was like I personally can't do that yeah like the people I surround myself with I can't see them doing something negative for themselves when I see that bad bad yeah I can't see them and be like hey like it's okay right like you got this. Like I'm over here trying to be like you should do this, you should do that, and it's like a lot of the times people are like you can't be fixing people, man. Like yeah. you can't be the, you can't have that savior complex. You got to do your own thing. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely gone through the same thing. I think I think it's a difference between like when I, when I what you're saying, like telling them the truth. I feel like that's like opening a door to be like you're you're opening a door for them to be able to see something a different perspective to be able to help them like hey i got you like let me help you like i i see that you shouldn't be doing that it's bad for you you can open the door but you can't push them through the door that's true yeah. i think if you push the second you start pushing them through the door you're hurting yourself and you're hurting the other person yeah well i mean you're losing a bit of yourself cuz you're putting in effort yeah no well, yeah you're also like you're taking away the decision from that yeah, yeah you're it's almost like enabling mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah 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 and also it's like even if they get through the whole thing that person might not even who you help might even feel like they did anything because they were pushed through the door. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, I was just literally just about to say that. Right. It's like you push them through the door, now you have codependency. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, that's great. Now they're like, it. okay, are you can push me through the next one or what? Right. Yeah, Where's yeah. the elevator? Right. Right. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, one, right. And then, I mean, if you look a layer deeper, that person also starts to understand that when they start to do things that when they start to do things that 
people need to open doors for them. Like when they start to do things that are not the best for them, that everybody will come rushing in. Exactly. And they'll, they'll start to develop like a pattern as to like when they start to do toxic things, everybody's going to come help them. So they, they feel really significant yeah. when they do toxic things. It's almost like reinforcing it. I yeah. saw that with my like friends that like one of the, my friends has, her friend has a child and we were at like a little kickback and all that yeah. the child was just chilling out. Yeah. Started crying. Same thing. Yeah. And I was about to go up and be like, oh no, it's crying. Like I'm going to yeah. go help him. Yeah. And then she's like, no, no, no. Everybody start, cla- start clapping. Yeah. So we all started clapping. Child starts smiling, right. and it's like, why, why are we clapping? And then she's like, we gotta reward him for being sad. Yeah. Like, cause if we just go up to him and be like, oh my God, what do you need? Right, like, right. what do you need? Like, everything's good. He's gonna cry every time he feels like he needs something. Right, 100%. And it's like, you gotta clap so that child knows like. We're happy you're crying. <laughs> we're happy, like you're, you're in a sad moment. This is good, you're gonna grow from this. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, it's kinda like you're, you're not enabling them in that point where it's like, you're not letting them be. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. Sad and like, you're not letting them be like, oh, like a lot of parents, like you see them like, they get like their little mom instinct. They're like, okay, like, what do you need? Like, come here. Like, like let me shake you. And then it's like, yeah. now, I feel like that happened to me when I was a yeah, little kid too. now. Cause me like too. now, me like too. I'll cry or like I'll, I'll throw, I used to throw little tantrums so that people come up to me and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And it's like, I need someone. And the people like, like our friend Keon, like he'll just be like, nah, dude, suck it up. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to help you. Like, you got this. Like, yeah. You're strong enough, like, yeah. come on, mama mentality, like, you, you pride yourself on, like, loving Kobe, but you gotta pick yourself up. Yeah. And he's like, suck it up, dude. Yeah. Like, this is good. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, in the beginning, I was like, what the fuck, what do you mean this is good? Like, yeah. I'm crying, man. Yeah, yeah. Hug me. And well, he's just well, like, no, nah, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you're not getting the response that, like, you're not getting the response that you need, the response that you're used to. And that kind of comes down to the bad advice thing, where it's like, when, when somebody's crying and they really want that attention and you don't give it to them, it makes them angry because it's like, wait, I'm not getting what I, <laughs> what I normally get here. But yeah. it, it's important to reframe it. No, it is. Yeah, 100%. And that's like, that's what I've done with the people that, I mean, I, I try saving them. I try to give tips, but at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to enable them. I'm not going to push them through. Yeah. Like, I can tell them, open that door for them, but like, it's their chance. It's their option or their free spirit or whatever they want to do. Like responsibility. Yeah, it's their like, I think it's their responsibility. Their I think responsibility. We, we've yeah. lost a lot of like the, I think through like the softer culture, which is there's some beautiful things to it, but I think that we've lost a lot of the ind- individual responsibility of like if you're depressed, it's not your friend's job to like come over and hang out with you for 12 hours of the day if you're depressed. Like it's your response. Like people can help you, but if you're dependent on that, then that doesn't really like it's your responsibility to try to figure out how to help yourself. We have to figure out how to help ourselves because everybody's got everybody's got things going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. And that's why, I mean, I love bringing this podcast into season two because of that, too. It's like, I want to help people, but at the end of the day, I can't do it. Like, No. Man, Dude, it's also like, the world's fucking changed one-on-one. so much the last year. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All so, sorts of cultural shifts. Like, all hard. sorts. Yeah. And it's just going to, I feel like it's just going to keep ramping up. So we just got to stay on this. I mean, I was, I was telling Davey this the other day. Like, I was saying, like, our world has grown, grown very polarized. Yeah, yeah like very there's no like very uh, set ideas, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. do certain things. Like I don't know, like I'm, I'm sure like a lot of people listening to the podcast know, like Instagram has become very political, but yeah. not political, but like idea based. Like yeah. you have an idea, you spout it out on there. Yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's a bad thing when you're starting to unfollow people because they have a different idea than yeah. you. 
No, yeah, that that, that doesn't make sense. And I, I, I just feel like every person that I know, I, I follow both sides of the spectrum. So I see both ideas now. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly think that like Instagram for me now is a way to see an unbiased opinion because I see yeah. bias on both sides. Yeah. And I can balance it out and just like... Yeah, I think that's a human mechanism though. Like before Instagram, people were hyper... Like people were racist and they only... The black people only got with the black people and the white people only got with the white people. You know what I mean? I think that's a human mechanism and I think that social media is amplifying something. Yeah, that just put a are. magnifying glass yeah, on it. Yeah, It's like a tri- it literally tribalism. Tribalism, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like we've always been that polarized. It's just now it's all on But now there's... Media. The thing is now though, the issue is that there's not even like... People aren't open to dialogue. Like people aren't open to yeah. listen to other perspectives. Because it's like, dude, I there's not one topic that I have like an, a hardcore opinion. I flip flopped on so many issues yeah. back and forth. I'm talking about sometimes weekly, where yeah. I'm like, I'm just jumping back and forth, like all over the place. Yeah. And it's like I don't get people who can just like pick a side, right? And it's obviously I'm not talking about like things that are like so blatantly obvious. Like they're they're very complex issues, yeah. Like very deep that run so complex, and people just dismiss it. Like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Well, and it's like I'm right, and it, it just like okay, so you think everybody else is just an idiot, and like you just got this shit figured out. <laughs> yeah, we're we're it's crazy that we have more ability to communicate than we ever have, but we're not talking. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's crazy. That's such a great way of putting it. And now every time I talk to someone, if I'm like discussing like the first thing I always tell them is I do not have a set opinion and then they always go like then why are you arguing and I'm like I'm not arguing I just want to discuss like yeah let's learn dude that's the other thing that's such a good thing like people immediately just jump to arguing like why are you arguing like why it's like dude guys a conversation is like Like, the other day I was talking to one of my friends and he's like why are you arguing with me why are you disagreeing I'm like I'm not disagreeing with you I'm like I'm not did I disagree with you and he's like no and I'm like I'm just saying there's two set opinions and he's like, it sounds like you're trying to play devil's advocate. I'm like, maybe because I am. Because you, maybe you need to hear the other side. Sure. And yeah. then they're like, oh, but like, I'm right though. No, but it's and also, I'm like, are you though? Yeah, I think of it, it's like, I've got tons of fighting analogies. Like, it's like coming back to like, you have your style and I have my style. And when, yeah. we, when we make them go up against each other, they get better and they figure out each other's weaknesses. Yeah. They, we, have, we have to actually learn. It's not just like, we're all in our own little planets having our own ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I took like an argumentation class for my comms major and the first thing the teacher says is like this class is about argumentation but the first thing we need to know is like the goal is to reach a middle ground yeah she's like the goal is not someone wins someone lose this isn't like she was like making an analogy she's like this isn't the knockoff round of the playoffs right like not no one's gonna get knocked out someone moves forward she's like the goal is for both mindsets to change. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. I'm like, and I think crazy. when you, yeah, and the reason why mindsets need to change is because they get better when they do. Like the way this house was built, like somebody had a way of building a house, and somebody came along and did something a little bit different, and they learned from each other, and then somebody else came along and did something a little bit different. They learned, and then all of a sudden they got to this place where it's like. We're sitting in the middle of the city with these buildings that reach 30, 40 stories high. Mm-hmm. Never would have been achievable if we didn't learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that the biggest, I mean, literally my relationship with Davey, yeah. we started off hating each other. Do you know, like, we literally we got into a fist fight. She was so funny. <laughs> and it's literally That's like so cool. the best That was so your fault, by the way. Just <laughs> so stupid. It was, dude, I literally, it was, I don't even remember. We were playing basketball. I, I think I fouled you or something. He just the first he just turns around and fucking throws a haymaker right at my face. I was like, whoa. 
not expecting that. But yeah, like literally like the biggest, the best relationships I've had yeah. have started bumpy. And like my mom was like, yeah, we're going to start taking David to all the games. And I was like, why? Why? <laughs> and she's like, well, you better get used to it because he's going to become your brother. And then now like yeah. years down the line, we're literally brothers. We're yeah. literally like there for each other family. And like it's literally those conversations. Facts. Those moments I've had the hardest, bumpiest roads with those people are the people I'm closest with now. Mm -hmm. And it's like. The people that I'm not close with and have fallen out are the people that have seen bumpy like surface roads. level shit. You know, it's like they haven't seen the bumpy roads. It's all like surface level, like always good times kind of thing. And then one one bump in the road hits, yeah. and then they're like, "I'm out. Like this is toxic. We need to leave. Like yeah. this is all bad." And I'm like, "Where are you going?" Yeah. Because I got like a little bit of abandonment issue. So as soon as someone starts leaving, <laughs> I start holding on tight. Yeah. And they're just like, "Nah, nah, nah. This is toxic. This can't be here. This can't. Nah." And then right. they leave, and I'm like. Here, boys, like, can I take a, I'm gonna go take a restroom break really quick. Oh, no worries. Please. We can pause. We don't have to pause. You guys can keep talking. It'll be quick. It'll be literally like 30 seconds. Show recording. I'll, I'll explain it. Okay. We're rolling. All right, guys. Sorry, I had to take a pee break, potty break, and now we're uh, we're back. Yeah. Back, we're back. conversation. By we the are. way, we're in a beautiful house. Matthew's. Thank you. Is hosting. Thank you. Yeah. And there's a lot of plants, a lot of art. See that I photo on the wall behind you? Ooh, yeah. I took that photo. Ooh. <laughs> to the people who are... Uh, little grown photographer I see with the yeah. skill. Yeah, there's, I'll have to show you. There's a bunch on the wall behind my desk. And stuff. Yeah, I guess everyone is listening, so you guys can't see, but it is a, a photo of the street at night with the lights, and it is very uh, artistic and beautiful. Thank beautiful you. color grade as well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Did you do that yourself? I did. Grade? I did. Nice. I edited it. Printed it, did the whole thing. Yeah, it's just like super artsy. I love it. Dude, you should know what you should nice. get. You should get one of your photos developed into like a full size. Like you see like those the mirrors there. Yeah, no, you I want get to. That. I want so to. Those prints, you know, like you know how much those prints are? How much? Like three hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, to it's print like canvas. Yeah, no, it's not even canvas. It's just like photo paper. A photo paper for that big? Yeah. Jesus, it's like a po like a movie poster almost, huh? Yeah, yeah, they're Fuck. expensive. Yeah, but it's just beautiful. Where would you even vibes. put it though? Actually, I don't even know. Well, I mean, we have a big ass wall. She keeps telling me that I need to put. Dude, well, put a big ass Dragon Ball Z poster yeah, on there. Yeah, but anyways, there's people listening. We should get back to this. <laughs> hey man, they, they like this. They like this. It's just uh, very, it's very good vibes. I love fuck, it. Fuck, what were we talking about? I love it. Adds to the podcast experience for what, sure. What were we talking about? Um, I mean, we can just jump off on whatever. But like, what were we just talking about? We were. I feel like we were going somewhere pretty good, and just like our conversation. So how about recording. how about Hakobo answers why you were able to start this? Because I, I, I mean, I interact with a lot of people. I'm a teacher, so I work with a lot of students, and like. I'm always firing ideas. Like, you should start this. You should try this. And I think everybody has those ideas, but nobody, like, we all think of people that are, like, idea people, right? Where they're, like, they have a hard time just, like, just do it. You know, like, what? Because you started a podcast, and you, you did that in 2019. And uh, anybody listening, if you go back to the podcast that me and Davey were originally in, the first episode, we were driving back from a meeting, and we drove one hour in the wrong direction to L.A., and the, right in the middle of that episode is us cussing at each other because I told us that we should drive north when we should have driven south, and we drove an hour in the wrong direction. Anyway, um, yeah, heading back until down. Until we saw the skyline. Yeah, yeah literally yeah, saw Los yeah. Angeles skyline. Yeah, we're so. driving. We're supposed to be going back to San Diego, and Davey's like, "What's that city up there?" And I was like, "Oh, that's L.A." And then yeah. there was traffic. And, you know, <laughs> I tell people that story all the time. Dude, that story is so funny. Yeah. I mean, we should play that more in the silver. But um, <laughs> what what do, what do you think has allowed you to actually like start something or actually it's like that do ignition? Something? That yeah, yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people have a hard time. Like, yeah, I would love to do that. When they go home or they by themselves, like they just can't find the motivation. I think the main thing is, um, I mean, Davey knows this too. You know this. Uh, that new chapter in my life. When I get into these moments where I'm 
kind of stagnant or I see myself getting into a dark place. I feel like it's like, like rebuilding. I feel like, the, like these are your periods of rebuilding. Yeah. I, I, I want to thrive now because before in the past, what I do is I just kind of like lay back and I just don't want to do anything. And I just have these, um, these kind of just moments where I just stop. And now I know that when these moments start coming, I have to go, 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 go. Yeah. So I have to do something in order to feel like kind of like the serotonin pump back into my yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. close that you said that. Like you have to do something. Yeah. Because I think that that's the hard part. It's like you have to do something to feel better. But people like it's hard to do things. Mm -hmm. You know. And then another thing is like shout out to all my listeners. Like a lot of you guys have encouraged me. Like they've told me like I liked what you did. Like I've been listening to your podcast. I didn't hear this in the beginning. So like now that I'm hearing it, I'm like damn. Like you actually listened. You actually wanted. Yeah. Like they're actually excited for the season two. They actually want to hear it. Still. So like hearing that, like, you know, like I feed off of people's energy. So I'm like, damn, like I really need to do something with this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we got, I don't know if it was lucky or if it was on purpose, but it's also a really good platform for you because you yeah. like talking, you like interacting and like, mm -hmm. that's exactly what this is. So people may be thinking about what is it that you really enjoy? Like if you love painting, like how can you put your painting into the world? If you yeah. love whatever it is, like you, I think you kind of found your niche with this. I hope you keep Yeah. And a podcast is good because it's like, at first I, like before, I used to be a big talker, like like talking a lot, and podcast helps me like listen because I'm like sitting here listening to both of you guys, and yeah. it allows me like one of my biggest issues was like interrupting people. Mm. I feel like I've gotten a lot better at yeah, that. Yeah, dude, this conversation I mean, you haven't really no, there's, smooth. There's been no interruption, for sure. Yeah. And I've had I have headphones on, so like I'm yeah, I can <laughs> and sense. Baby it. knows it too. He knows oh, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Used to be like, go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like now, the headphones help though. It's like especially for podcasts. It's like if you started doing podcasts with everybody has to wear headphones. We should probably do that next yeah. time. We could. This is this is like the easy, simple way to do it. Like Yeah, no, no. This is perfect. Like yeah. well, yeah. for me. If we wanted to invest a little bit of money, we could we could get some mics and mm -hmm. I cause I have lapel mics we can plug into this. But I mean do we no, I feel like the mics are fine. I feel like we just need to plug in more headphones in that bitch. Okay. Well yeah, I think you can just get a splitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can do that. Yeah. All right. But literally like with me it's been like that. It's like in, I'm a comms major. I love communicating. Yeah. But I know I'm not like where I want to be, obviously, with communicating. So I knew there was issues that people have brought up to me because I'm very open about my mistakes and people know that. So then they tell me my mistakes, which is like, what I realized is once I started shining light on, because a lot of people are like, why do you speak so negative? Like, why do you say all these negative stuff about? I'm like, I'm not saying that. I just want to tell you, like, I feel like yeah, your you negative experience tell more about you than your like me just coming in and be like, yeah, I'm doing this with my life, doing that with my life, doing that with my life. If I tell you like what I've been going through, like yeah. mentally, like those mental blocks, yeah. you are more able to know like, okay, what does this guy need from me? Yeah, you can actually, I, I, like, I remember it was one of the first things I told you when you were like 13, like be coachable. You yeah. know what I mean? You can actually like receive feedback. Yeah. And I think it's so important. And that's why, like when I was, when I was a D1 athlete, and I, like a D1 scout prospect, that's what they told me every time. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're like very coachable. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's, it's because I love can... to shine my light on those flaws. And I feel like a lot of people go like, why are you doing that? Like, why? Like, why are you speaking? I'm like, I'm not. I just want you to know. Like, why are you sharing? Why are you opening up so fast? And yeah. it's like, I want you to know my mental blocks because that way yeah. you'll understand what you need. Yeah. It's or like, like what I need. A lot of it's like accepting truth. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like if there are negative things then those things are there for a reason. And if you look at them, you can do something yeah. about them. And I think that's what coachable is. It's like, well, if your shot in water polo yeah. sucks, you need to be able to go like, okay, my shot sucks. 
how do I work on that? But if you just spend your entire time thinking like, why are you telling me it sucks? Then you'll never get better. Yeah, and yeah. no one will ever tell me anything anymore because like every time I tell him something, he's just going to be like mad and all that. So then people right. just stop telling you stuff. Yeah. So now, and I used to be like that. I used to be very like, I would snap at people when they would like try to correct me and all that and I would yeah, get yeah. mad. Everybody and like, is. I'll be like, act like sad or like just quiet the whole time. And then people are like, okay, Jacobo's quiet now because yeah. we told him something. So we're just not going to tell him anymore. Right. Yeah, I was like that. So, when I was a kid, I wouldn't want to do anything mm -hmm. unless I was good at it. I didn't want yep. to see anybody be, I didn't want anybody to see me do anything unless I was good at it. And yep. it was like, I just never did anything. Yeah, it's like, you're not good at everything. And that's what I do now. I like tell people like these flaws. I'm like, like for right now, right now yeah. I'm like saying I'm, I'm, I was really bad at interrupting people. I had yeah. really bad posture problems, yeah. stuff like that. And now that I've like these issues that I've started to shine and like consistently say are the issues that now I like, I don't even have that issue anymore. Like mm -hmm. now in my group, I don't even see myself interrupting. I see myself more of a listener and I can recite things people say like yesterday I was talking to my mom because yeah. we went on a boys trip. Yeah, and I, was, yeah. I was able to recite things. She's like, She's like, you're a lot better at like telling me what everyone else is doing rather than like what happened to yeah. you in the trip. She's like, you got a lot better at that. And I'm like, yeah, because like I listen a lot more. I'm yeah. able to like I, I take pride in listening more because I know that was a place where I needed to grow at. Yeah. Mm, you're seeing it as a weakness and you're like and then seeing it as a weakness. It's like allowing you to constantly work on yeah. it. But, it's important, better but it. it's important that like you have to be able to see weakness is not a bad thing. And I think that we, we like blame people for like when you raise your hand in school when you're young and you raise your hand and you're wrong about something you're like, nope, that's a wrong answer. And it's like, that's bad if you're wrong. And the person that's always right is like yeah. the star student. I think that if we can look at it, like the person that's wrong more is the person that's going to be able to learn more because they'll be able to actually like figure out where they're wrong. Mm -hmm. mm. And it's like what we were talking about before. It's like, I like seeing the negative because mm -hmm. if I see the negative, I can walk towards it, yeah. confront it. Cause yeah. like. Yeah, I, ha I had really bad confrontation issues and like that's helped a lot now because yeah. it's like I can tell people and admit to people how I feel and yet it may make me like even to this day it still makes me feel vulnerable sometimes mm -hmm. still makes me like sometimes I like I'm like oh why did I say that like at the end I'm like why did I share that but then I think and I'm like I don't really care that I shared that because now that person knows yeah and it's actually yeah. strength mm -hmm. it's actually like when, when you when you're honest or when you're vulnerable with people like I think inside we think like oh well like, I, I was weak. It's like, no, you're actually strong because you're not hiding from something. Mm -hmm. you're, not, you're not trying to hide something from somebody. You're like, no, look, this is like, I don't care if you see this. Yeah. I don't have like that ego problem anymore. It's yeah. like, I know where my line needs, like where it's like, it helped me find like who I am yeah. kind of basically like find out more about myself. Cause I wasn't shying away from like these mistakes, mm -hmm. these insecurities and just flaws overall. I wasn't shying away. I'm like, embracing them kind yeah. of yeah i think it's, important. it's like it's who i am yeah like i'm glad i interrupt like in the past i was like i'm glad i interrupt because that means i'm talking i have a lot of ideas like i'm yeah. not going to have a mental block right so i just need to if i'm more quiet maybe i'm going to get more ideas and like right it makes me grow as a person i'm better i feel like now i'm like just better at retaining information mm -hmm. just because like i can hold that thought in my head yeah. wait for you to say it and then keep that thought while yeah. listening to you which you know, what, what you just said just fucking reminded me of what we were talking about before. So you were just saying how you notice it, the weakness, right? And you're like, that's good, right? I think that's when we were talking about good, good, and bad, bad. Yeah. Right? You know how Jocko says, like, when something bad happens, yeah. good? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I meant when I said, like, there is no bad, bad. Oh, sure. Where it's like, it's how you look at it, 
right? Yeah, like it's it, the yeah, meaning yeah. that you attach to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like that's that's I, I've been trying to figure out how to like teach this because I think it's like it's harder to explain than it is. It's kind of sadistic like, if you try to explain it. It's like you know something bad happens, good, you know. Right, exactly. But it's but what that really means is like the the meaning that you give it is the thing is how it's going to affect you. Like the way that you think about it is more important it's than like what, what actually before, happens. Like that reaction. Yeah. Well, the way the way you think about it, because it's like, if if you think it was good and you find way, it, it, it's like if you think it was good and you find ways to do things that will make it not so bad, then that's better. But if you think it was bad, then the things that you do are probably going to make it worse. Mm. It's like like the narrative that you have around it. Mm-hmm. The narrative, like what it says about, like, like if you fail, like the, the example I use is like a job interview. If you don't get the job and the way that you think about it, like rather than saying, okay, good, you, if you think about it in a bad context, it's like, well, I wasn't good enough. I'm worthless. Like, I'm not going to get another job. I'm not, I wasn't prepared. Like, if you go down like that, like the meaning that you give it, but if you say the meaning is good, where it's like, okay, I have another chance to get another interview. I have another, like, I know where I'm weaker now. I, like, if you look at it from a good perspective, the way that you think about it is going to impact the thing. Exactly. Your perspective. It's going I to impact the, your the life more than the there thing. there is definitely perspective. Yeah. Because I, I learned that in my, I was reading a book recently that my comms teacher recommended me, and it was Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. And yeah, it one talk, of my students was just reading it. It talks about perspective. It talks yeah. about, like, you have to change your perspective in order for you to see things the way you do. Right. And like sometimes your perspective is hindering you from growing as a person yeah. or hindering you from seeing like what we were saying before, like that bad, bad or good, yeah. good, bad, like that perspective needs to change. Yeah. Well, I, and it's like the, the questions that you ask. So it's like when something happens, it's like, what does that mean to you? Like what meaning are you going to give it? And what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Like those two questions have been huge for me because there's been some pretty dark shit in my life. And it's like, okay, what does this mean? Does it mean I'm going to be a failure and an alcoholic and all this stuff? Mm-hmm. Or does it mean that because of this, I'm going to get better and I'm going to do things that are going to take me, like the meaning that we attach to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the, yeah, like the key thing is like having a changing perspective always. Not always like changing, but being able to hear it. Versatile. Exactly, yeah. A versatile Adaptable. perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a perspective that is not scared to change if yeah. it needs to change. Yeah, it's very open. Because every day we're finding more information. Every day we're finding more things that our world is. Like proving it's either wrong or right every single time and we need to be able to change that perspective and it's the same thing we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. where it's like people have certain like perspectives on stuff and it's like it needs to be able to change yeah and if it's not and if it's staying the same a lot of people's like well it's it's being stable Mm. like I'm growing in that place it's like no you're not really growing if it's not able to change if it's not able to be adaptable because our world is adaptable right right so it's like yeah, everything needs to be adaptable. It can't be stable like that at all times. Yeah, and it's never it gets never perfect. It's never finished. Like yeah, the more things that you're exposed to, the stronger it is. The more things you expose it to, it'll still be true. Mm-hmm. But I think that people will stay in their bubble, and it's like, okay, what works in my little circle? Well, it has mm-hmm. to work everywhere else. And when you start to go outside of your circle, then you see the places that it doesn't work. It, it makes it, it like you're saying it has to be adaptable it has to be open you have to yeah. go outside your circle and then learn and grow and that goes with everything like I asked this guy he was married 65 years and I was like what's your secret man yeah and he looks at me and he's like we're both adaptable yeah yeah both adaptable yeah, interesting. 100% communication I'm like, I'm like what does that mean and he's like we can both change yeah yeah we can both change like no matter what hits us yeah. we're able to adapt we're able to yeah. move past it we're able to yeah. just overall change for the better for sure. and I'm like that's very good advice actually cool 
Well, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, I mean, um, last things I want to say is just uh, if you want to promote anything, um, either one of you or just overall. Check out my new book. No, I'm just kidding. No, no actually, I'm, uh, I'm building a virtual academy <laughs> to, uh, to bring like, life skills and business skills to more people. Um, if you, if you want to look at it, go look at uh, yourtruthfoundation.org. I'll spell it out, yourtruth, Y-O-U-R, T-R, yeah, yourtruthfoundation.org. Mm. Yeah, and then um, besides that, thank you guys all for like hosting this. I mean, yeah. Matt even yeah, yeah, yeah. got the Matt like the mic setup and everything. So yeah, no problem. Shout out to him. No problem. And um, I will see you guys for the second episode soon. We'll leave your uh, suggestions for who you would like Kobo to interview next. And hey, be creative. If you guys want to be like, you know what, go interview a World War Two vet. Uh, <laughs> go interview a current fighter pilot. And I'm serious. Ask any fucking. I'm open. Throw to it out there. Throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm gonna get back to a lot of you guys that have hit me up as well. Um, but I'm just—I just wanted to get it rolling with my two brothers over here. Cool. I meant like Matt. I consider a mentor, and Davey's just overall my family, my brother. Mm-hmm. So I want to get it rolling. But hey, the rock's rolling now. So rock is rolling down the hill. Ready. Season two, baby. Full speed, Super baby. Hyped. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace.